0: The Feminist Coach Academy podcast is proudly supported by Perk Digital, helping professional and entrepreneurial women amplify their message, build their body of work, and leave a legacy through podcasts. For more information about how podcasts can help you build your brand, visit perkdigital.com.au.
1: To the feminist coach academy podcast where inclusive feminism business and coaching meet
0: this podcast is proudly brought to you by the co-founders of the feminist coach academy naomi arnold and cameron Aaron.
1: we are feminist life and biz coaches both passionate about helping coaches therapists helping professionals Practitioners and entrepreneurs integrate a feminist lens and perspective into their businesses, life, and client practice.
0: On this podcast, we plan to help you do so. Now, let's get started.
1: Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is Cam here, and it has been a while since we put out a new episode. We took a little break, but we are back, and we are back with new episodes for you every week. And we are back just in time for officially launching the Feminist Coach Academy Certification Training, which we have been working really hard on behind the scenes for months, all year so far. And we are super excited to finally be launching and to be sharing this with you and to invite you into the Academy. We had our pilot round of the Feminist Coach Academy that ended in June and now we are moving into certification training and our first intake starts in September but right now we are offering early bird pricing. So we invite you to join us if this feels right to you. Please go to feministcoachacademycourses.com to learn all about our certification training or you can go to feministcoachacademy.com and you'll see it there as well, but the direct link to learn more about the certification training is feministcoachacademycourses.com. The link is also in our episode notes. So I just wanna tell you a little bit about that before we're going into today's episode. So our certification training is the opportunity for you to get certified in feminist coach theory. You are not going to get certified as a coach or as a life coach. That is not what this is, but you can get certified in feminist coach theory. So you learn about inclusive feminism and how you integrate that into your coaching and into your business. And you do not have to be a certified coach to join you also don't have to be a coach at all. Maybe you're a healer, maybe you're a therapist, maybe you're a personal trainer, um, or some other helping professional, maybe you're a creative entrepreneur, and you want to learn more about social justice and how to integrate it into your business. Our training is great for you if you are any of those. You do not have to be a coach, even though we call it Feminist Coach Theory and Feminist Coach Academy. You will learn from a variety of feminists of on a variety of topics and perspectives and how to integrate that into your business and your coaching. And, you know, this is so important, as you know, and as we've been learning as a society too, right? It's so important in every area of our life to integrate this. And this is what today's episode is all about, where they and I go into more about what feminist coach theory really is, what feminist coaching is, what does it mean to be a feminist coach. So, you'll learn more about that in today's episode, but we want to officially invite you to join our certification training and to learn more about it, you go to our website. We want folks in there who are totally committed to doing this work um, and putting in the time and the energy. It is an investment in time and energy and money, um, but definitely time and energy. We Our certification training is a more robust process, but it's important for us to offer you a very high-level training. And so that requires a lot of work on your part, right? Extra work, extra time, on your part to put into this, right? It's all about the practice, not just the... consuming of information, but we have a structure in there. We guide you through it. You will be in community with us. Uh, We have workbooks for you. We have a whole process for you to get certified. You also don't have to get certified to join us. If you just were interested in the classes, but you don't want to go through the process of getting certified, that's totally fine too. You do not have to go through the certification process in order to join. But of course, we would love more coaches to actually get certified in feminist coach theory and more helping professionals to get certified in this so that we have more folks who are really dedicated to this work and are really trained in it and can really bring a social justice integration into their work and their business, right? We need more folks like that. We need more entrepreneurs like that in the world. So that is what we train you in and we help you do. We have a lot of perks and bonuses for you too, if you join us. And we have monthly integration calls to help you really integrate what you've learned. And our advisory board members are going to be showing up on those calls as well. You can see who's part of our advisory board on our website. And we're going to have monthly feminist CEO calls where you show up and take actions in your business, work on your business in your business, put on your CEO hat, do client attraction activities, right? Because we want you to make money doing this. We want you to have a sustainable and thriving business and to do the actions necessary to get more clients and to, and to create content in, in your business and do marketing. You can find out more all about it on our website, feministcoachacademy.com, and the direct link to certification training page is feministcoachacademycourses.com. So check it out for all the info, but just a reminder that right now we are doing early bird pricing, which is going to be less than what we offer Our general pricing to the public um, in a few weeks. So, early bird will go for a few weeks and then the price will go up. So, take advantage now if you are interested in this. We would love to have you. Okay, let's get to today's episode. This one, Nay and I actually recorded as a webinar last year, but it is still pertinent um, to this year and to today. And it gives you more information about what feminist coach theory is. I know we went over that in the very first episode, but we go into it more. And what is feminist coaching? What does that mean? What it, how does it benefit you? And what does that look like? So um, without further ado, let's get to the episode. So maybe, Cam,
0: do you want to start us off by sharing our definition.
1: Yes. So we've come up with a fancy definition of feminist coach theory, um, which is something that we have created. I don't think it already exists out there in the world, could be wrong, but we've created it. And so this is how we define feminist coach theory. Feminist coach theory is an integrative approach to coaching that combines the practice of coaching with feminist philosophies and social justice teachings, feminist coach theory adopts a critique of patriarchy and systems of oppression to question the different ways we've been socialized and oppressed based on gender, race, sexuality, class, ability, age, etc., And how this shows up for the coach and the client in their lives, goals, and relationships with self, other, and each other. It employs an examination of the dynamic between self-awareness and social awareness. To interrupt dominant ways of thinking and acting, access our inner and outer liberation, expand possibilities and options, identify possible strategies and solutions, And ultimately create new ways of thinking, being, and acting within ourselves, with each other, and in the world. Okay, I know that's a mouthful, (laughs) and we will go into more of what this actually looks like in coaching, what this actually means. So, Nate, do you want to kind of just briefly explain why we believe that feminist coach theory is essential for coaches and helping professionals to learn? Yeah, sure.
0: And it is a mouthful. Hey, I guess that's why we have a whole program (laughs) around it to unpack it all. So we might be a bit biased, I think, but we believe that all coaches and helping professionals should learn feminist coach theory or some form of it. So we feel like it can really deepen your coaching skills and your ability to support your clients and their ability, I guess, to experience more sustainable change. So we learn how to help our clients set goals and become more self-aware and I think identify action steps and expand options for moving forward as coaches. But I think there are more dynamics at play than that uh, that can impact those things. So they can impact our goals and they can impact our relationships and they can impact the options that we have available to us and they can even impact the dynamics between a coach and a client and I think those dynamics are essentially the types of things that we're teaching in feminist coach theory so they're things that happen at a social level or at a systemic level that might influence our goals and and our options and and the things that we talk about as coaches so things like privilege and power and patriarchy and oppression and internalized oppression and unconscious bias if we are familiar with those types of things we think that it can equip us to support our clients in a deeper way and it can help us with exploring, I guess, how they can impact our thoughts and feelings and our beliefs and even what options or strategies we have available to us. And if we don't understand those things, we're not seeing that whole side of what is influencing the client or even the dynamics within a series. And I think there's like, there's so much that we could even say about that, right? We could do a whole video about why it's important and the, the harm or the issues that can come about if we, don't, if we don't think about these things. But we also want to talk a bit about today
1: <laughs> how you
0: can <laughs> actually do that. So perhaps we'll leave it there for now.
1: Yeah, so, you know, the, I mean, when we, if we don't really think about these things, if we don't really adopt a feminist mindset, which is what I'm going to go into, then we can reinforce, you know, patriarchy and ableism and oppression, white supremacy, you name it, within our work and within our lives. It's just like if we're not conscious of those things, then we're not going to really know how to get free of them right? And we're not going to know how we are complicit in them either. So a feminist mindset is really one that, you know, uses critical thinking skills to question socialization and the system that we live in, right? And the status quo, right? So it really asks the deeper questions of like, well, what have we been taught, you know, how have we been taught to act and be? And is that really who we are, right? And how is our system set up, right? And who does it benefit and that kind of thing, right? So that's what a feminist mindset does. And the result of that is like freedom, really, right? It's like more freedom to be yourself and also just free from beliefs that don't serve you and don't need to, that are not necessary, really. You know, so for example, if we, you know, with a feminist mindset, for anyone that, you know, let's just say, for example, you wanted to lose weight. Without a feminist mindset, you might just think that weight loss is totally normal and it's totally something that you should do. And it's something that you should want for yourself and for everyone. <laughs> it's something like everyone should do. We should all be losing weight. We should all be thin and have thin bodies, right? And so if without a feminist mindset, you might think, okay, I just, I'm, I'm you know, I have fat on me. I need to lose weight. It's not acceptable for me to have the body that I have. It's gross. I'm unattractive, whatever, a whole number of thoughts. And so with a feminist mindset, though, what we do is we say, well, wait a second, where does that thought come from? Where does that belief come from? And to just even acknowledge that that is a completely optional thought to have. It's not a fact. It's not a fact that we should all be losing weight and have thin bodies, right? So just like that awareness in and of itself is coming from a feminist find set. It's like, wait a second. How have we been socialized here? Should there really just be one body type in the world? I don't and you know, I mean like where did we learn that having fat is not okay? You know, is that even the truth? You know, and like how would you feel and how would you show up if your body was like just okay the way that it is? Like if you just felt like my body is okay the way that it is now? And wow, you mean like I could actually love my body the way it is now, no matter what it looks like. Maybe it's not, you know, about fat. Maybe it's like you've got a, no, a big nose or, you know, whatever it is. And so it's like, when we start to be more aware of how we've been socialized, we realize like these beliefs we've internalized from oppression. And we also realize like, we don't actually have to believe these things about ourselves or about other people. You know, we can believe something else and we get to ask ourselves, is that serving me? Is that really going to help me feel better about myself? And so That's what a feminist mindset really does is it it questions like what patriarchy has taught us, what capitalism has taught us, what white supremacy has taught us, ableism, you know, you name it, right, all the systems of oppression and what socialization has taught us that may or may not be serving us in our lives. And the cool thing is like, we get to decide, you get to decide, you know, you have that power and that agency. And that's what a feminist mindset and feminist coach theory acknowledges, right? It's like bringing you back to your power and agency. Is there anything else? No, I think
0: that's great. And I think it also flows on then to the piece in in our definition around the importance of connecting self-awareness with, social self-awareness with social awareness because I feel like in the self-help and the coaching world even we get taught about the importance of self-awareness right like we're always talking about how important it is to become aware of our you know critic and our behaviors and the ways that we're self-sabotaging and that awareness is key that that's the first thing we must do in order to create change and I guess we're not saying that we disagree with that but we're saying that there's another piece to the puzzle here which when you have a feminist mindset of which you've just spoken about you can start to then see how that social awareness plays a part in those thoughts and in those things that you've become aware of within self-awareness and you can start to connect those dots and draw conclusions for yourself about how you want to think and what you do want to do. So I, I might give an example from the business context as a business coach. So I'll often have clients coming to me with obviously like big goals for their business around things like they want to launch X program or they want to get... X many clients or they want to make X amount of money and, and things like that and they'll quite often also then be, be struggling with finding time for themselves and perhaps starting to feel a bit burnt out and working and working and working and they know that's not as sustainable and I get that, I've been there myself. I frequently get there myself and have to do this (laughs) this work that we're talking about and when we start to examine that like when we start to look at some of the the thoughts that we're having when we have that self-awareness piece we'll quite often start to notice like a few things like although i've got to do that i've got to meet this deadline i've got to work these long hours you know, you might start to notice that you're dropping some of your healthy habits or some of those self-care rituals, or you're feeling exhausted and, and things like that. And you might think things like, "Well, I'll take a break when I've finished this, or I've launched this, or I've reached this goal, and like I have to get here in order to succeed." And then when we pause and we add, you know, the the social awareness element to that we can start to see how we have been socialised to believe that you have to work hard and you have to do more and you have to achieve more like in order to be successful and that ambition, Mm -hmm. that success means doing more and earning more and reaching these heights and we've been been internalising that from childhood so it just becomes part of what we believe. And before we know it, we're falling into these either or kind of thought patterns and, and binary thinking and thinking, well, you have to you have to work hard and succeed or you don't work hard and you don't succeed. And the more money you earn, the more successful you are and the less money you earn, the less successful you are. And we start to have these, these beliefs that we haven't questioned, I guess, or used our critical thinking around as you were talking about Before and they start to inform our thinking and our acting and and our behaviour and even our our goals. So I've seen with some clients, for example, they set goals that they think they want because they've been taught that's what a successful business is. So I should go for this goal. But then once they apply that social lens, they realise actually that's not what I want. Success doesn't look like that for me, being ambitious doesn't look like that for me. And they start to ask questions like, well, okay, what does success look like for me? And how can I do it in a way where I don't get burnt out? Like, how can I look after myself and have a successful business? How can I, if I relate with the word ambition, but not with how society talks about it, how can I embody my version of ambition and and feel that power in striving for a goal that, aligns for me.
1: Do you wanna learn how to integrate feminist coach theory and inclusive feminism into your work and your business? Then we invite you to join our certification training in the Feminist Coach Academy. Our first intake starts this September, and we are offering early bird pricing right now. Go to our website, feministcoachacademycourses.com to learn more about our certification training, how you can get certified in feminist coach theory, and be a part of an inclusive feminist community that is here to support you in your life, in your business, and integrating feminist perspectives with intersectional frameworks into your coaching, your work, your everyday life, and your business. We hope you'll join us. Go to feministcoachacademy.com to learn more. I think, and I'm sure you would agree,
0: Cam, that actually the biggest shifts that I've seen with coaching clients has been when they've done that, when they've Not just had the self awareness piece, but when they've had a feminist mindset and they've applied the social awareness piece and they've started to unpack what that means and the implications for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And an example of that in a session with a client that I've had is um, I had a client who felt like she had to, she thought she had to justify her actions and she thought she had to justify her abortion. And all of her decisions that she made. And I pointed out that, you know, that is what patriarchy teaches us, especially those of us who have been socialized as women, that we have to justify ourselves. That, like, we shouldn't trust ourselves and that we're not enough as we are and that our decisions aren't enough, right? Like, we have to constantly kind of defend and prove and things And that was one of the biggest shifts for her because she's like, oh, yeah, I don't have to justify my abortion. It's only patriarchy that tells me I have to do that. I don't have to justify whatever decision I make, right? Because it's like, I'm making that for me. That's all that matters. Like, I don't need to justify it to anyone else. And so, yeah, that's a really, you know, that's an example of. How powerful, you know, adopting a feminist mindset in your coaching can be because you realize that these beliefs that you've internalized or just perhaps even actions that you're taking, they're not really from you inherently, right? They're just from socialization, from society. So when you can make that connection, you're going to be like, oh. That's not mine. I can let go of that, you know? And it does take a while to let go of that. I mean, to change that belief sometimes. It's a practice of unlearning. But once you realize it's not yours to begin with, you can kind of detach from it. And it's easier to like let it go.
0: Mm, You
1: can let go of some of that judgment and be an Mm -hmm. observer
0: and reflect on what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can also be freeing as a coach as well when you think about having a feminist mindset for me anyway in coaching is you're not putting yourself up as this expert or someone should who should have all the answers for your clients it is this collaborative relationship and and truly believing that like some people say it but then still feel like they should be the <laughs> the one who can figure it all out for their clients and i think that in itself can be really freeing and powerful for yourself as a coach but obviously also for the
1: clients yeah absolutely right it's really like just reminding the client of their own wisdom and that they are like i mean you are your best coach first even if you have a coach right like you're your best healer first even if you have a healer you know, your inner wisdom is, you know, your inner wisdom that that you can follow before anyone else's wisdom. And so I think it's coaching is a lot about reminding each other of that. But I think, yeah, in patriarchal society, it's like we're taught, well, I mean, we're taught that men have the answers, and uh, especially white men, right? And we're taught that, to trust other people before ourselves, especially those of us that have been socialized as women. We, we were, t- were taught to put other people before ourselves, to trust other people's ideas before our own, to think that other people are smarter than us, they have the answers, things like that, right? So I think like what's so powerful in coaching sessions, feminist coaching sessions, right, is like you are really just reminding the client of their own power and to help them trust themselves. Okay.
0: Mm. So the big question that is on my mind that I suspect might be on other people's minds is mm-hmm. well that's all fine, but <laughs> how do I become more socially aware? Like how do I how do I know that in order to be able to use that understanding in yeah. what we're talking about? You first joined
1: our program. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're not <kidding>. no, I- <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's easier than it ever was because of technology, right? You can Google anything because of social media. We've got people, including us, talking about these topics. I mean, I call myself a gender consultant. I'm talking about gender a lot. You can learn a lot of, you can increase your gender awareness from following people like me, right? So I think like the resources are already at our feet. It's just a matter of indulging, right? It's a matter of just like, okay, get a book, do some Google searching, talk to people, listen. Well, listen more than talk, right? If you wanna learn, you know, listen and ask questions, right? There's a lot of different ways to become more socially aware. I think there's more ways now more than ever. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. That's just podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Technology.
0: Yeah. And seeking, I guess, views and learnings beyond your own experience. Mm-hmm. And there is, there's so much out there with books and podcasts and courses now. And if there's a specific area that you feel is and a learning edge or somewhere that you're not really familiar about, there is so much out there now that you can start to learn about that. And it might not be about coaching specifically, for example, like there might be a program around privilege and oppression or racism. And that's the beauty of having a feminist mindset is that you can go and do a training or a course or something on that and then apply your critical thinking and think, okay, well, how does this now relate to coaching or to my work as a helping professional how might that relate with how I show up in my sessions? How might that relate with how I show up in my business and my marketing? How might that relate with the goals or the things that the client is working on? Like how might those things that I've just learned about racism and the different types of racism and systemic racism, how might that show up for my client and, mm-hmm. and the things that they're talking about? So you can start to... Yeah, you can start to apply those to your own context.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But and it's not about knowing all the things because you just can't know all the things. But it's like, you know, just little by little becoming more and more aware and learning, like Nei ne said, is like, how can you apply what you've learned to your coaching and your everyday life and into your business?
0: Another great thing about having all of these different teachers on on different topics is that you can then do the self-work that you need and that we all need to be doing so you can start to unpack how some of those things are showing up in your life or how you are upholding some of those issues uh, that we learn about. And I think that's piece is critical too. It's not just about showing up and again, being the wise, the wise one that has a social awareness and and helping others. But there's so much work we need to do within ourselves as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The self-reflection piece is really important. And the self-coaching piece too, right? And how important it is to, I mean, self-coaching and self-reflection is like the best way I've learned to become a better coach is to just I do the work myself every day. I, I self-coach myself every single day. And it's not that every day is a bad day or that I have all these negative thoughts every day or whatever, but it's just like being in the practice of self-coaching and self-reflection every day, little by little. It doesn't have to be all day, right? And that's what makes us more aware. And that's what helps us make the shifts that we want in our lives and and the social shifts that we want, right? So if, for example, if you are learning to kind of like shift your gendered language, which is something that I teach, right? It's if you only practice it once, it's not going to stick. It's something you have to keep practicing. So for example, like my pronouns to refer to me as both she and they. I mean, you're probably, you know, going to, your automatic response is probably going to be she, right? So you have to put more effort into the they part, right? And you have to practice consciously referring to me and, and others that go by she and they using both pronouns and alternating. And it doesn't have to be like 50, 50, you know, you don't have to like keep the stats, but it's like just practicing the thing that you're not used to practicing. Right. And it's, it's like, whether it's a new belief, frame belief about yourself, that's serving you better, you know, whether it has to do with your business or yourself, or whether it has to do with social awareness or not, it's the same thing with the social, you know, um, awareness and the social things that you do want to change, right? Um, So if we want to, I mean, language is true all across for everything, right? So in just like going back to the weight loss example, it's like, if we want to help change um, how we see bodies, and how we see weight loss, we have to change our language around it, you know, and like, how are we talking about our bodies, and how are we talking about other people's bodies? And how are we talking about fat and fat bodies and weight? And like, so it's just like, but we can't just do it once, right? We have to keep in the practice of it. And so that's like why it's so important that everyday self coaching and self reflection is what is going to make those changes occur. Mm, it's an ongoing practice
0: forever and I think so I love self-coaching too and I'm also a I, I also do all the courses <laughs> and read all the books because I get a lot from the, from the external I guess uh, questioning things after reading or absorbing other people's perspectives or worldviews and also from the accountability from that it helps me be in that state of practice by having a you know social justice mentor and coach that i see every other month and by doing like those type of things they they help motivate and inspire me and and continue to be in that state Mm -hmm. of practice yeah and we'll i was just thinking as well we'll for those who end up joining the program we're going to have a document right that's going to have a list of different
1: resources that they can they can access to continue their learning, too. So that's the cool thing, too, is we are going to share with you our reading list and ways that you can learn more. And other, we'll, we'll add other things to it as well, just resources, too, right, that you can go to, free ones, too. I know, like, it, you know, for some people, it gets expensive buying books all the time and courses and things Like you can learn for free. Uh, there, I mean, there's many ways to do so. And it's a list that we're going to keep adding to throughout the year as well. But you'll get our suggestions on feminist books, you know, that we think are great, are awesome, or have been life-changing to us in some way, or, you know, incorporate a feminist lens in some way. You will have a resource that you can keep going back to that we, and we'll be adding to that throughout the year based on, you know, what we learn from the guest teachers as well. Mm. And that's the great
0: thing, I think, as well about having the community space that we will have and the access to us all year is that uh, beyond that class, you will have people you can ask further questions for or if something comes up in a session or within yourself and you're like, I think i think i've realized something i'm adding this social awareness feminist mindset part and and this is what i'm working through can we can we talk it through Uh, so there'll be that kind of container as well to keep doing that that practice that we're talking about Mm.
1: thank you for listening to today's episode Please go to www.feministcoachacademy.com to learn more about our certification training, to grab our freebies. We have a number of freebies available for you. And to learn more about who we are, our advisory board, And to listen to more podcast episodes, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast in iTunes or Spotify, and that you're following us on social media at Feminist Coach Academy on Instagram and Facebook. And if you love our podcast, we would love it if you would rate and write us a review in iTunes. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Have a joyful rest of your day.